0: So I recorded it for the first time and then immediately deleted it without even listening. I hated myself that much. So I'm going to do it again. I love myself. (sighs) Great. Hi, welcome to the podcast. I'm your messy friend. Hi. Wow. Episode 1, Your Messy Friend. Here we are. Finally. I recorded that first bit as a test run on December 4th, 2020. It is now, what day is it? February 19th, 2021. So it's been a little over two months since then. And (sighs) I've been sitting on this idea for a long time. So many things have kept me from realizing it, Uh, mostly self-doubt, worrying that this podcast isn't needed or wanted, that I'm not needed or wanted, feeling like I have nothing to contribute to a world full of people with something to say. And hey, maybe nobody cares. (laughs) Maybe this is dumb. But like also maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe I can just put it up and it can be just for me. That's kind of why I decided to start here and now is because I have nothing to tell you. <laughs> I have no answers for you, no suggestions. I have no inspiration. Um I'm bored. I'm sober, and I'm bored. I've been feeling pretty uh, purposeless, lost, sad. Uh, I was an actor for 10 years, (laughs) an actor for 10 years. And then COVID hit, and, um, and I think that gave me the time and space to really question if it was my passion anymore. Um, I realized, and actually kind of remembered that writing is a passion of mine and that it's always been, but outside of that, I really didn't know. I still don't know. I've been wandering through my life for the past year asking, okay, what now? (laughs) What next? What's the plan? What am I doing? And I still don't have an answer. I'm sure someone listening can relate. I'm sure you can relate. Hi. (laughs) And look, it makes sense that you and I don't know what we're doing. We're in a pandemic. Also, have you heard of people replacing the word pandemic with other cuter words like panini or panda or Pandora? I'm gonna do that. So just in case that gets confusing. the other day I was having an identity crisis, so 2021, right? And I just kept pacing around saying, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I thought, hmm, that's your messy friend. That's the place I want to introduce myself to you from, from this place of not knowing I mean, like, that's the point of calling myself messy. I don't know. And speaking of, let me introduce myself as your messy friend and give you a peek into the origin story of this. So I always hope to include identifiers for myself and my guests. So here are mine. Uh, I am a cis, queer, white woman. There you go. And uh, you might be wondering what makes me messy, uh, what this podcast even is. <laughs> I might be wondering the same thing. <laughs> I was inspired to name this podcast and I guess myself, Your Messy Friend. After seeing this tweet by Ellie Schnitt, uh, I'm going to give you her handles after I read it, but here's the tweet You need a messy friend in your life because if you badly screw up, who do you want to go to for help? A judgy friend who's never made a mistake? or a messy friend who's probably done, thought, or dealt with whatever you did at some point in her life. I read that and I was like, "Mm, that's me. In my friend group and generally, um, I'm not phased easily (laughs) because, yeah, I've been there. I've thought it. I've done it. And I'm really not afraid to tell you that if it makes you feel less alone in your mess. Uh, Ellie Schnitt is hilarious, um, and I would really, really, really love to have her on here at some point, so feel free to manifest that with me, and by manifest, I mean bombard her DMs and tell her you want her on here. Thank you. Okay, so her Twitter handle is at holy underscore schnitt. That's uh, S-C-H-N-I-T-T, and she's at L E. that's E-L-L-I-E underscore schnitt on Instagram. Does anybody else have this thing where, like, you know that you can read, you know you know what letters are, but, like, when you have to read them in front of other people, suddenly you don't know if you can read? It's kind of terrifying. So, Back to what this podcast is and what it isn't. Um, If you're looking for a podcast with quick, tried and true steps to a more successful, less chaotic, tidier life, you are definitely in the wrong place. If you're looking for someone who knows something you don't, uh, keep looking. You probably know more than me. I'm just going to say that. And if you hear cars outside, you're just going to have to deal with it because we're not working with some high-quipped sound studio, okay? (laughs) That's actually not for you. That's for my inner critic. Um, Now, if you're looking for someone to validate something you thought you were so crazy or weird for feeling or mm, someone to believe in a big crazy, wild idea you have, or someone who can introduce you to a whole bunch of funny, brilliant, super inspiring people, stay tuned. I, I do think that's one reason in particular that I am a good person to start a podcast. And we'll say, I happen to know a lot of really cool, thoughtful, interesting people. And I love talking to them and sharing them with others. I don't claim to know anything. Except, well, I do know what it is to fuck up. I know what it is to have really bad anxiety. I know what it is to feel rejected, forgotten. (laughs) I know messy stuff. Hence, 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 hence. I suffer from imposter syndrome, self worth, and self esteem issues for a myriad of reasons. Uh, One of them probably being I didn't go to college at all. I didn't even really go to high school. Uh, I said no thanks and did a bunch of little plays in New York instead. Uh, and got my GED in what would have been my 12th grade year. <laughs> I recently found my GED going through some old stuff, and I pulled it out, and I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. I don't feel ashamed. Not at all. I mean, that seems like such a heavy word. But I do have to wonder, though, Like when it comes to my senses of self worth and validation, I do wonder if it would be easier for me if I had a degree that said, you are qualified to do this because you paid a lot of money to learn how. But I don't. I don't have it. Well, I have one, but I don't have any piece of paper to tell me I'm qualified to do something except my CPR certification. So when shit really hits the fan, I might be able to save someone. (laughs) Although it's funny, I took it because (laughs) I'm an accidental career nanny, and I was really looking forward to learning how I might save these children that people trust me with all the time. (laughs) And we didn't even practice on any child-sized dummies. We didn't even talk about babies. Like, I'm sorry, adults are not the ones trying to eat Legos. Can we please learn about the babies? I even asked at the end and the guy was like, it's the same. (laughs) It's really not the same, actually. Um, Yeah, just in case you don't know. um, With a small child or a baby, you have to, um, you have to like hit their back. um, But they have to be laying down on your leg okay, so 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 you have to sit down you you gotta be sitting, and then you you take the choking child and you lay them tummy down on your like thigh, and you do these like oh, how do I describe this? like you hit them like up the back between their shoulder blades where the food is <laughs> stuck, and you you coax it out that way. A mom taught me that uh at her at her kitchen table one of her children <laughs> almost started choking and she just kind of watched them for a second and then they didn't choke and she turned to me she's like you know what you do if they were choking and I was like no I really don't can you tell me and she's like yeah this is what you do anyway that was a tangent about what I didn't learn at CPR certification hmm. but look at that isn't that funny the one piece of paper I have that says I'm qualified to do something. And I learned what I really needed to know from a mother firsthand at her kitchen table. That's life, right? Like, haven't you learned the most essential things just by living them? How is this going? How am I doing? Me first day. Harry Potter quote. Uh, you good? Are you having fun? Can you hang in there for the rest of the episode? Don't. It's not going to be worth it. Um. You know what? This is just for me, though, so it doesn't matter. I don't give a fuck if you listen. I don't. I do. That's the funny thing. Of course I do. I want... You know what I really want? I want you to listen and just be like, Oh my god. This podcast about nothing has changed my life. I've got to share it with every single person I've ever met. And tomorrow I want to wake up to 3 million listens and 3 million comments, all of them positive, not a single negative review. And that's like a lot of pressure to put on you because this really isn't all that. I tried to make a New Year's resolution to not do things for the response or validation. I wanted, want to chase the fun To do things that make me happy and excited and just, yeah, and just try to do that. Try to do more of that. And if it's meant to be, somebody will pay me (laughs) to do what's fun for me. But I'm realizing that my favorite thing is TV. I really like TV a lot. So if you know anybody that would like to pay me to watch TV, hook a girl up. Maybe I could watch TV in my underwear and put it on OnlyFans. Is that a thing? I'll watch Schitt's Creek and laugh a lot. I look pretty cute when I laugh. Hmm. Did I detect this flicker of self-love there? (laughs) Anybody else compensate with humor? Anybody else? Everybody? Cool. Okay. Thought that was just me. Thought I was special. You know, this actually kind of reminds me of therapy. This is pretty much all I do in therapy is... Not talk about my feelings. Speaking of, this actually happens to be a great time for me personally to start a podcast because, um, well, I'm 26 and I was just kicked off of my mama's insurance. I was really lucky and privileged to have that for so long. Um, And it even covered the cost of therapy, which was huge. Uh, But that is gone now. And... (laughs) that voice is a keeper. Um, so now I'm going from multiple sessions a week. Oh yeah. To just one. Um, and I've really been, okay. So another thing I guess about me is I do, um, I've never been formally diagnosed with OCD. So I don't want to be like, I have OCD. I'm the poster child for it. Um, but I also like, if you look up, symptoms I have them so I I've always struggled with ticks, with not the bugs <laughs> I've always struggled with ticks; they just love me um but I've been I've always struggled with like physical ticks, um and uh so I've I've had this one recently um and I'm not going to get too much into it because if I focus uh too much on the physical discomfort of it it gets harder to ignore but it's uh the the tic de jour is this lovely like um sensation of a lump being stuck in my throat um and and I'm like gulping and swallowing and like um clenching my throat muscles and like sometimes I'll like be moving it around with my fingers and like it's uh it's really not fun and it's gotten better but a few weeks ago it was really really bad and it was it was so bad it was like All day long, the and the only time it wasn't happening was when I was asleep. Um, And it would just be like from the moment I woke up to the moment I fell asleep, um, I was feeling these really uncomfortable sensations. Um, So when it was really bad, I, I asked my therapist, crying. I was like, "Do you have any theories? Like, what is going on?" And they said that they couldn't ignore the timing and that this tick had manifested itself in my throat and that therapy is a space, really the only space in which I can use my voice and express myself with total freedom, um, was going to be changing drastically soon. The amount that I would be able to talk about the things that um, were on my mind and my heart uh, was going to be changing drastically It's really kind of weird to have to admit to your therapist that something involving them is the source of your anxiety. Um, But it actually, it then got a lot better as soon as we addressed it, as soon as we talked about it. um, And I thought, wow, the timing of a podcast could be really good then. Uh, Don't get me wrong. This is not my new therapy. You're not hearing everything. (laughs) You can't handle the truth. Um, But this is is a space. I can use my voice with as much freedom as I choose. And um anyway, I just think it's really serendipitous timing. Yay me. Are you in therapy? It's hard. It's really fucking hard. I won't pretend like it's not. Um It's hard to find a therapist to afford one than to do it and to stick with it. Um And all of this can be made so much harder depending on who and where you are and what kind of privilege, uh, you have. Um, and I do have the privilege of being able to afford therapy, even if it's you know only once a week. Um, I will talk about therapy a lot. I'm just going to say, and I, I, I do want to spend a minute on it because I do believe in it so much. Um, my big sis, Hey, big sis, uh, <laughs> recommended, uh, a clinic to me a few years back that does referral sessions which is where you meet with this person and sort of do a therapy session you talk about why you're interested in starting all that i was like i have daddy issues she was like you've got a lot more than that um and she asked me what i made um you know financially what what kind of money i was making um and it wasn't much and she determined my fee from that so it was a sliding scale um and honestly it was extremely affordable um and then a few weeks later i was connected with a therapist she thought i might be a good fit with and she did a good job i'm still with that same same therapist. <laughs> that same therapist so anyway i can't recommend that route enough if it's available to you um If you're interested, I would recommend just right now Googling the words sliding scale referral therapy in blank wherever you live, because honestly, one of the hardest parts can be just finding someone you connect with. Um, I've also heard really good things about BetterHelp, which is an online therapy platform. This is not an ad, but my God, I would love for it to be. Um, I would love for BetterHelp to sponsor this podcast one day. Yes, so I'm putting that out there, Um, but definitely look into that if you're interested in starting. They obviously do virtual sessions you can do from the comfort of your home. Um, Yeah, I am a therapy nerd, Um, so I mean, it's just really changed my life. (laughs) I started um, psychoanalytical therapy uh, four, five years ago, Um, and I can't overstate it yeah it like the power of of just talking to someone unbiased that you can trust it's incredible and it should be accessible to everyone everyone good quality mental health care should be available to everyone like free Healthcare care should be free and mental health care should definitely be included in that. So let's just put that out there too, okay? Let's manifest that together. Anyway, how am I doing? How's my time? 20 minutes, cool. Anyway, um, if you're still here with me, thanks. Wow, I appreciate you a lot, honestly. Anyway, I want to introduce myself as your messy friend. Your friend who's never, ever going to judge you for the weird thoughts or questionable choices. Because, uh, I've had them. I've done them. I've made them. Mm. But I... I do want to retract one thing I said literally like 10 minutes ago. Pretty sure I said that um, I was just holding in a burp. And I was like, should I just burp into the mic? That's probably going to be a thing. Um, I'm a burper. Um, yeah, I do know some things. <sighs> I think that there's power in both letting yourself air the frustration of I don't know what I'm doing but then there is power in saying I do know what I'm doing though I might get really caught up in the comparison game and it might seem like other people know what they're doing more than I do um but it's like we you really do know you do know. I don't care what what you're telling yourself. You do know what you're doing. Um, <laughs> I have a piece of paper taped next to my bedroom doorway that says in big purple Sharpie letters, I know what I'm doing. Please repeat. Um, it's taken more time than I would have liked. It's taken an aggressive flare-up in my... OCD tendencies and approximately 1,000 existential crises to come to this conclusion. I am worthy of this podcast. It serves a purpose, it is meaningful and important and fun and dumb. And most importantly, messy. So, yeah. I'm your messy friend. And if I had to guess, I bet you're mine. And we'll be hearing from a bunch more messy friends along the way. Eee. Um. Ooh! So I do have notes that I'm going off of, in case you're like, Wow, she's so smooth. No, I'm not. Um... <laughs> Cool. I forgot a couple other identifiers that I want to share with you. Um, I'm a cap sun, sag moon, Virgo rising. Um, and half of my personality is Shits Creek. So. Okay, so Twi. Um, okay, so I'm going to be asking my future guests questions. And today. I want to ask you these questions. You're my first guest. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here. Um, So today it'll be seven questions. That's my mom's favorite number. Um, So just so you're mentally prepared, you've got seven questions coming. Um, And either in your mind or on a piece of paper or in a Google Doc, whatever, um, I'd love for you to answer them. Just for fun, just to spend a little time with yourself. Ground rules. These answers are not permanent literally nothing is your answers can change the next time i ask these questions they can change in five minutes just answer as honestly as you can in this moment two these questions are not permanent i will change uh dispose of swap and update these questions whenever i see fit third rule lots of rules Please do not write down what you think you should write, okay? That's not that's not what we're doing. Nobody else is going to see this. This is not, you know, a performance. This is like like, don't answer them as if somebody else will see them or that they could be judged. This is just for you. These are your opinions, your feelings, that raw, beautiful, unfiltered truth, baby. Lastly, if you have the time and emotional energy, thank you car for driving by. I invite you to get into the why of your answers. Answering the question and then asking yourself, why is that my answer? Um, I just find that that helps get me a little closer to myself. Mm. Um, My guests will always have the option to get into the why if they so choose, but of course it will never be required or expected of them since it's a this is not a private space and it's a personal process. So my messy friend, first question, what's the best thing in the world? The obvious answer is pizza, but I forgive you for whatever other crappy write down. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> what's the best thing in the world? What's the best thing? I want you to think about that. What's like the first thing that comes to your head? That's it. That's your answer. For me, today, and I'd say most days, mm, it's laughter. Again, easing tension. Um, If I were to get into the why, yeah, I was in a lot of situations as a kid where I felt I needed to ease tension. I needed to make the safe, safe space again. Um, So I would start class clowning or cracking jokes and laughter. yeah. So what's the best thing? Next question: What's the worst thing in the world? Mm. What's the worst thing? Hmm. As I sit here today, I think Ted Cruz. <laughs> I yeah yeah as I sit here today um a lot of people in Texas are are really suffering um and that breaks my heart so that's probably the worst thing um and it's heavy you know and and the why the why of your answer is heavier that's okay be with that heavy is okay that's it's ours to hold and feel um I spent years avoiding the heavy because I thought it should just go away on its own and it wasn't meant to be felt, but uh, it doesn't go away. It is meant to be felt. That's something I learned in therapy. So what's the worst thing in the world for you? Why? Even something, it can, you know, I said Ted Cruz and, and, and Texas and it's horrible, but even something like having to wait in a long line, great. Why? Why is that the worst thing in the world? Is it because you're perpetually stuck in a state of rushing? <laughs> is that because you've been rushed your whole life? Are you afraid of wasted time? Our answers can seem pretty simple and straightforward, but the why is the, why is the truth. Okay, next question. What's your human superpower? Take a minute to think on this. Write about it. Um, I'll share mine while you do, at least for today. I am really good at easing tension. I think. (laughs) I can crack a a well-timed joke or distract from something really well. Um, Like one time I was taking a kid to get uh, their Christmas tree. And this older man who was working there, Uh, totally wiped out, like completely wiped out, fell like into a trash bin and then onto his ass. And he was so embarrassed because toxic masculinity, can't fuck up, you know. Um, But the poor dude just fell over and everybody in the Christmas tree lot was staring at him. (laughs) And I couldn't take a, a, a second more of it. So I just go... Kid, look, I drew a heart in the snow with my foot. And then everybody started looking at me, you know, this crazy lady. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'd i say that's one of my super superpowers. What's yours? Okay, next question. I hope this isn't boring. I hope you're having fun. I just want you to... You're great, you know. I want you to spend a little time with yourself today, so... What makes you feel alive? Alive. This might be the same as the best thing in the world. It might not, though. Again, pizza, obvious answer. Uh, For me, today, right now... (laughs) Makes me feel alive. I've got some answers, but, you know... I really do miss, um, I miss being like backstage with people or on a set of a, like a film or something, you know? Yeah, that, that really does make me feel alive. What makes you feel alive? Is it your um, daily run? Is it uh, when you get to laugh with your friends? Okay, three more questions. What are you scared of? What are you scared of right now? There's so much to be scared of, isn't there? But if you had to pick one thing today, what are you scared of? If your answer is, I'm scared of answering questions and exploring the why, I would really understand that. <laughs> I'm scared of climate change. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's real. <laughs> and if you think it's not, it's because you're more scared than me. And that's okay too. <sighs> What's the messiest thing you've ever done? This can be literal. This can be like, one time I made 10 sheets of jello and bathed in it. I don't know. This can be emotional mess. It can be. Whatever first pops into your head, what's the messiest thing you've ever done? I've done some pretty messy stuff. Be honest with yourself. What's the messiest thing you've ever done? One time, I went to a sleepaway summer camp and there was a who can get the most covered in mud contest. I won. <laughs> I think I might have also contracted a bacterial infection because I, I think I like put some in my mouth because I was like, I'm so fucking dirty. <laughs> and then I got really sick. Um, but that's a story for another time. <sighs> Last question. Last one. What's the messiest thing you've ever done that turned into something Beautiful. This might even be the same answer as your last one. What's the messiest thing you've ever done that turned into something beautiful? Honestly? <laughs> I Am I going to go there? Yeah, I'm going to go there. Um, I changed my life this past year. I broke my own heart. I moved to a new state with no plan. It was a mess. And it has been so beautiful. Wow. What's the messiest thing you've ever done that turned into something beautiful? All right. (laughs) Oh my gosh. this is concluding episode one. Um, Truly, honestly, thank you for joining me. This has been chasing the fun. Wow, this has been really fun for me. And I am so excited to be talking with some of my favorite messy friends and sharing these conversations with you. I'm excited for you. Like, I yeah uh special thanks to some people who helped me get here um first of all just like any of my friends who are listening that you know uh you you encouraged me at any point or told me you should do this this is a good idea thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you (laughs) thank you um my friend cassidy who helped me conquer all of these daunting technical aspects girl thank you send me your Venmo. i need to pay you for your service um just thank you so much. Um, my best friend, Chloe. Sorry, I was like, should I say your name? Chloe, but she's going to be on here. So, <laughs> Chloe, thank you for letting me borrow your mic. Um, and, yeah. Oh, thank you so much. You, you're awesome. You know, and you might be holed up in your bed, coming off of a YouTube hole with... A bag of Doritos under your arm, rolling your eyes at me, thinking, what do you know? You don't know me. I know, but I don't care. You're awesome. You have so many original, funny, brilliant, observant, deep, important thoughts in that messy brain of yours. I know it. You're awesome. Thanks for being here. And I'll talk to you next time. Love, your messy friend.